Welcome to Gardening with Daddy Pete. Let's join our host, Melvin York. Well, happy Thanksgiving, everyone. This is Melvin York, and you're listening to Gardening with Daddy Pete. It's just a few days before Thanksgiving, so I thought I would bring a few things to your attention since you're going to be using a lot of these and probably may have grown some this year. Hopefully you did. And naturally, we use these for our taste buds and to enhance our food, and I'm talking about herbs. Now, with that dressing for the turkey, most people use an abundant amount of herbs. We use spices and the pickles we have on the table just different foods and we require different herbs and different seasonings for that but what i want to do today is to offer you up for just food for thought of how that our herbs also can be used for medicinal purposes now I do encourage you to do some research on that i'm going to go through and give you 15 of the what i call the starter pack or starter of herbs and one thing about growing herbs, we're going to talk about how you can grow them and how often you have to plant or replant, how long they'll last for you or some perennial. And we want to talk about that today. Now, some of the herbs, and if you've got a list, if not, you can go back and listen to our podcast. Just go to daddypeach.com, look under the archives, and you can get that one. And this is will be entitled Herbs More Than a Spice. So you can look that up and you can re-listen to this and jot down if you happen to be driving now while you're listening. Just my top, what I like to say, this is the basics. Peppermint, that would be a good one. We know peppermint's used in a lot of things, especially in cold remedies, cough drops, peppermint candy. A lot of people use that for a sore throat lozenge. Peppermint's also good for the stomach. And you can go on and research peppermint and find out that it's more than just for those things. Now, peppermint is a very invasive plant, so you want to do keep that in either in a bed or in a pot, so that will be a good one. Calendula, that's another good herb. I think that was one that should be on your list, too. Look up at the municipal properties that it has also. Bee balm, and bee balm can be used for a lot of things besides the old remedy of bee stings. It can be used in many different ways, plus a beautiful flower. Again, that's an invasive type plant. You want to keep it within a bed or within pots. Lemon balm, which is out of the same family and variety, also an invasive plant. You want to make sure that you do keep that one also rounded up in a pot or in a bed. Tulsi which is called holy basil. That is a great herb. And I'm not going to get into all the medical uses of this because I want you to do your research. I don't want to make recommendations on what to use herbs for. For the simple reason, I want you to do the research on them and just find out how useful these are besides just a seasoning or a spice. Echinacea. Echinacea has been one that's been a tried and true for our immune system. It is known to help and with a lot of different diseases also. Turmeric, that's called the gold healer. Turmeric's a rhizome. There'll be a certain way to grow turmeric. We want to talk to you about that a little bit. Sage, which is an all-time favorite, an all-time seasoning. Sage is a plant that is a perennial, comes back year after year also. Oregano, garlic. Of course, we do know that you can plant garlic. This is the time of year that you do want to plant your garlic beds, and uh, you can split those, replant again, and then uh, take the bulbs and use for your seasoning. And also, you're going to find out the medical purposes behind that. 
Horseradish, one of my favorites. I love horseradish and things. Again, horseradish is the rhizome, different way of planting, makes a way that you can keep that, and it does continue to grow on for several years. Yarrow is one, another one. Ginger. Ginger will have the same characteristics of planting. It's also a rhizome, and ginger has a lot of uses in seasoning, has a lot of uses in your recipes, also does have a lot of medical uses too. Dill, our old friendly dill. I'm sure you'll be cracking into some dill pickles for Thanksgiving. I mean, what's a Thanksgiving without a jar of dill pickles sitting on the table or dill? Spears cut up on the veggie tray, and so that's something else. Now, every one of these that I just mentioned to you, and there's many, many, many more, and if you have room to do that or pick out the ones that you use the most, but also look up the medical uses for your body or how it helps the immune system. Now, we already know that, you know, fresh vegetables, berries, fruits, we know for a fact that that's a plus on your immune system. These are immune-fighting foods that we put into our body. I don't know. I'm sure a lot of you, I know tremendous amount of people that has diabetes. I have the type 2 diabetes myself, and I do know that with a variety of veggies, berries, and fruits, that it does help me control my type 2 diabetes more than taking medicines. So there's usually natural ways to help your body fight off some of these diseases, or if you do have that condition, it does help it. But you must do the research. I would make no recommendations on what you take for that. That's entirely up to you. But do your homework, talk to your doctor, and do that. Now, some of these herbs here, if you'll go to our website, which is daddypeats.com, as I mentioned earlier, and you can click on and look at our different products. Now, with different herbs, take different soils. Some likes more maybe well-drained soil. Some like some that has a little more organic matter. Some likes a soil that holds a little bit more water. And that's why you can go through and look at our different products and then make your decision depending on which herb that you're planting. Now, I spoke about ginger. I spoke about horseradish. We talked about turmeric. All of these are tumors. Those need to come up towards the top of your pot or of your bed and have a well-drained soil. Anything that has a tumor like root, you do not want to keep that too wet. It will actually do better in a drier type environment. You can go on the your extensions webpage on each one of these, and it will tell about fertilization, how much sun, how much shade that works best for these different plants. Now, if you do go on our website and you look at the different soils and you say, well, Melvin, we've got so many different soils, I'm just not sure. That's okay. What I want you to do, you'll also find a place on the website where you can ask a question or leave a comment. Please do so. I will be more than glad to get back to you. I will answer your email, leave a phone number, I will call you. If you're not sure which variety of herb to plant, again, look for that little box there. Click on ask a question. Leave me your email, your phone number. I will get back to you. Nine times out of 10, everything that you hear on these podcasts, I'm doing because someone's asked a question about it or sent in a comment. So we probably will cover it again on the podcast, but you will get a personal answer from me. And I do guarantee that. You know, at Daddy Pete's, our slogan, our motto, our heart is to help you grow. That's why we produce what we do, our organic soils and mixes and mulches. And we do that so that you can grow healthy, safe food for you and your family. In today's world, things have been altered so much by gene alternation, genetically engineered between crosses. It's just 
we do encourage you to grow as much as you can of your own food. We do encourage you to keep heirloom seed and save them from year to year so that you will have a true to product seed or true to the genetics of that original seeds, whether it be corn, green beans, whether it be herbs, just whatever it is that you're growing. Genetically modified foods right now, potatoes is one, corn, soybeans is another, sugar beets, which by the way, most of our sugar comes from in the United States now. There's even uh, several varieties, apples, grapefruits, there's several different varieties of those now that's genetically modified along with some other things. One thing that you don't find yet genetically modified is wheat. Now, that's a good thing. Soybeans, on the other hand, we're seeing that a lot. So we're talking herbs today, but we're also talking why that you want to grow your own food. So the main thing is do your research. Do your research. Pick up your bottles. Pick up your bags. You will have a genetically engineered statement on there or either you'll have a number to call on that food to see if there's any products in the food that you're buying that includes a GE or a GMO product that has been mixed with your food or made, added in to make that different food. Would it be potato chips or would it be vegetable oil or just so on and so on? You'll be surprised if you start looking how much your food in the grocery store is genetically modified. And on herbs now, I'm not sure that anything's been done with those, and I don't think so. But these are something that not only is good for seasoning, but again, for building your immune system or helping some of the health problems that we have out there. These are things that you can add to. Talk to your doctor about it. Make sure that it works good, how much you use, because just like anything else, too much of anything is not good for us. So you may be say, well, you know, if this amount of ginger is good for me, I'm going to double. No, you don't want to do that because some Things like ginger, horseradish, even garlics and all, you can get too much, maybe cause stomach problems. I don't know. I'm not a doctor, but I do know that you can go too much on anything. So that's why I do encourage you to do your own research on these things. So just for reference, we can help you grow these things. And there's many, many more we'll be adding to them as we go on. Just to go back over just a few of them again, so you'll remember peppermint, calendula is another one, bee balm, lemon balm, Tulsi, which is the holy basil, echinacea is good, turmeric, sage, oregano, garlic, horseradish, yarrow, ginger, and dill. Now, again, these are just a few, but these are what I call the basics to getting going. So. If you would, go ahead and check that out. See that if there's not something on there that can help you. If you're planning on doing raised beds, there's a way to put these in a raised bed because some of these and a lot of these are perennials. You can do these in your actual garden. Put them in your beds. Make sure you don't put the invasive ones in there like we mentioned. Also, you can grow these in pots. A lot of these can be grown inside where you can have fresh herbs year-round. Now, I know for a fact that I have a sage plant that's probably I've had for 20 years. And by saying that, it has performed well in a raised bed, but I've also took cuttings off of it and I've put it in pots at different places. So when I want sage, I'll do that. Now, I do not have enough in the house. But now, this week, I will harvest the rest of the leaves off and leave the smaller ones for winter. And I will go ahead and dry those, and I will have enough sage to do me through there because I do like to make my own sausages. We use sage in a lot of different things and poultry. 
helps make my own poultry spice. So not only are you saving money, but you're getting fresh. I know it's been organically grown, and it's just the only way nowadays to really do anything, just to be honest with you. Well, uh, I guess I've been here long enough for today. I do wish each and every one of you a happy Thanksgiving. And if you get a moment while you're off this weekend, I know we got Black Fridays and Christmas on the mind just as soon as the turkey's gone. But go to our website. Think about your Christmas list. Can some of these things work for some of your gardeners that's on your Christmas list? How about a book of herbs? How about a book of herbs for medicinal purposes for your gardens or for yourself? Hey, make a present for yourself. You know, uh, you worked hard this year. You know, you deserve it. Well, again, I do wish you each and every one of you a happy Thanksgiving from all of us here at Daddy Pete's. And we do thank you so much for supporting our products and for listening to us. Until next time, this is Melvin York, and you've been listening to Gardening with Daddy Pete. Thank you for joining today's Gardening with Daddy Pete. You can check out our website at daddypeets.com for additional gardening tips and our podcast at gardeningwithdaddypete.podbean.com. You can also join us on Amazon, Apple, or Spotify.